A reading from Mark 10, 46-52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Before we begin our uh, discussion of this uh, amazing passage in Mark, uh, I want to welcome back a sojourner, uh, our senior pastor, Nathan Hart, who I have been doing this all year long until he left in mid-June for a two-month time to rest and reflect and, um, you know, just get fueled up again because we're all excited about uh, what's coming up this year. Uh, The new, uh, uh, the foundation of the new church in uh, Stanford, on and on and on. So Nathan, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Eric. And David's here too. And um, it's interesting, it's it's September 21st, but on the day we're recording this, it's actually August 16th, so five five weeks prior. (laughs) Don't spill our secrets. Yeah, 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 now they know. But um, so this is my second second full day back from sabbatical. And and before I let turn back over to you guys to dig into this passage, um, I just want to say thank you uh, to the congregation for allowing me to go away for two months and get replenished. It's been great. But also thank you to you, Eric and David, it's the I did keep listening um, every morning to that five minute Bible study. It's the one thing that I really stayed connected to with Stanwich. I tried to turn off everything else because I wanted a real sabbatical, um, but I couldn't not listen to this, and it was a real ministry to me um, for those two months. So thank you guys. Man, I'm, I'm going to have to pay you for that advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me big ten. No, I'm just kidding. I, it was a blessing. So, uh, David, can you get us started on this passage? Yeah, I love this story of Bartimaeus. And what I find so interesting about it is his very blindness, his very issue is what drove him to seek out Jesus. And when you read this on the first reading, you kind of notice he doesn't necessarily have tact or anything. He kind of just shows up and starts shouting. Uh, But what I recognize is that he has some tenacity and some persistence in seeking Jesus as the solution to his problem. But what got him there? And it's what we would probably say is, you know, this illness or curse that he had is it's actually what brought him to really be tenacious in seeking out Jesus. You know, the, uh, what, what he first said, what he first uh, cries out to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Uh, that's not only a call, but it's a prayer. And uh, I really identify with that because you hear it from time to time, but 
usually people who say that have found themselves in very desperate straits and they have no idea how they're going to get out of the dilemma they're in, whether it's physical or mental or, or, or business or whatever. And uh, so that's one thought I have, but I just wanted to also relate that Jericho uh, is certainly all over the Old Testament, uh, the walls of Jericho and all that, but Jericho still exists as a city quite near the Dead Sea. Uh, it's fairly vibrant uh, and it's not all that far from uh, Jerusalem. Uh, there's a road that goes straight up the mountains to uh, where Jerusalem is today. But uh, I've gone there three different times, and uh, every time it's been sort of a revelation of how uh, the new has been built on the old. And when you're standing there and you read this passage, you're standing very near the place where uh, Bartolomeus was. And so it brings to life, uh, for anybody who's ever traveled to Israel, it brings to life what otherwise we would know on a page in a book. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the great, uh, one of the strong reasons to go to Israel. Uh, because for many people that I know, uh, their, their faith in Jesus Christ has come alive because they're in the place where he walked. It's the gift of pilgrimage. It's interesting, Eric, because I interact with a lot of uh, Islamic soldiers as an army chaplain, and one of the five pillars is a hajj to Mecca, a pilgrimage to Mecca. And I ask them about their pilgrimage, and they often respond by saying, that's what really confirmed my faith. But I, I don't think that pilgrimage is just valuable for an Islamic person. I think pilgrimage is valuable for a Christian as well. And so I would agree with you. If you want the Bible to come to life for you, uh, make the sacrifice to go on pilgrimage to Israel. Yeah, it's part of it's it's part of the process. I mean, I <clears throat> I didn't start out as a uh, uh, suffering individual who reached out to God and said, "Lord Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner." Uh, but that's essentially what I prayed way back when. And it's amazing how many doors have opened up for me since then. Doors that I want to walk through, mm. not doors that may get slammed in your face for one reason or another. Anyway, um, it's, uh, it's a great passage. It's a great moment. Uh, and um, I recommend everybody go to Israel.